Just a year after being implemented, the independent office that investigates police misconduct is under threat of being a little less independent. House Bill 2721 ensures that all Arizona entities investigating police departments have police officers on the investigation team from the same agency being investigated. And those officers must make up at least two-thirds of the investigating body. The bill is sponsored by Representative John Kavanaugh, a Republican from Fountain Hills, who is currently running for the Arizona Senate. On its heels is another bill that would criminalize recording video of police within eight feet or less. Both bills were recently signed into law by Governor Doug Ducey. The Phoenix Police Department has been under intense scrutiny after allegations of abuse, excessive force, and discrimination by the department's officers came to light. The Department of Justice opened a far-reaching investigation into these claims last year. Welcome to The Gaggle, a podcast by the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com, where we chat with reporters, experts, and special guests to keep you fully informed on the state's political news. I'm today's host, Kaylee Monahan. I'm the other producer of The Gaggle. I'm filling in for Ron Hansen while he's on vacation. He will return to the host chair next week. In today's episode, we're taking a closer look at how the various policing bills will affect both police departments and the citizens they oversee. Joining me is Chelsea Curtis, one of our criminal justice reporters. Welcome to The Gaggle, Chelsea. Hi, thank you for having me. Let's begin with the bill that would change investigations into police misconduct. The Phoenix Office of Accountability and Transparency was created to allow citizen oversight of the Phoenix Police Department specifically, and it's only been a year since it was approved. But now, Governor Ducey signed House Bill 2721 into law, which means police will be sitting on any independent oversight boards in the state. What was the impetus behind getting this bill passed, and what happens to the Phoenix Office of Accountability and Transparency now? Yeah, so this bill, like you said earlier, was sponsored by Representative John Kavanaugh. He is a former uh, detective at the Port Authority in New York. And it's not totally clear why he started the bill, but he did express dislike for the Office of Accountability and Transparency not including police in its investigations or even their relatives. And he pointed to other boards, like medical boards, having experts on those reviews and felt that that was important to include, which is part of why he pushed this legislation. Their director, Roger Smith, was selected last November. He started his first day in December. So he's only been at the job for a few months, and right now he's focused on hiring The city tells me that that's still their focus, even with this bill, and that those efforts wouldn't be impacted at this point. They're still looking into the bill's language to determine the future of the board and the office and how that would be affected. And just to be extra clear, so the office hasn't actually done any investigations because it's still, like you said, getting off the ground. Yes. uh, The goal was to start with the hiring process, and once they were fully hired, they would then launch 
investigations at that point. But so none of that had begun yet. Now with this new bill, it doesn't just affect the city of Phoenix. It's going to affect any oversight boards in the state, correct? Yes, this affects all boards, offices, all entities across the state of Arizona. Kavanaugh, during the hearings about this bill, specifically mentioned the Office of Accountability as being the focus of this. He had previously helped pass legislation that was also signed related to boards, but it didn't specifically address departments or offices. And so he did this because OAT, the Office of Accountability and Transparency, kind of somehow went around that previous bill. So his focus was OAT, but it's for all boards in general. So the point of an independent office of investigations is to be independent. What are critics of the bill worried might happen now that this has passed? So critics often said police investigating police pose conflict of interest issues. They said that it didn't work. Many of them were hopeful that the Office of Accountability and Transparency could resolve that by taking out those biases, um, removing police involvement, any relatives would remove that bias was their hope. But with this bill, that just can't happen. And it can't happen not only for the Office of Accountability and Transparency, but any other future boards that would like to move forward in that direction. Uh, the city of Phoenix was likely the bill's largest critic. They opposed it from the start until the end. They didn't just didn't like that it changed the office. They also didn't like that it limited local control. And they mentioned that it could also affect pre-existing boards, like a civil service board, which reviews all disciplinary appeals across the city, not just for the police department. How many police officers or um, I guess even their relatives are supposed to be on the board now that this bill has passed into law. So the bill specifically says that police officers have to account for two-thirds of the membership. Uh, so whatever the city determines is the total membership, two-thirds of that would have to be police officers from the same department that is the focus of the investigation. It also now requires a majority vote in order to launch investigations or recommend discipline. As previously mentioned, the Phoenix police are currently under investigation by the Department of Justice and have been at the center of several local lawsuits. Remind our listeners what some of the allegations are that has led to all these open cases. Phoenix PD in 2018 was found to have shot at more people than any other agency in the nation. Around that same time, records requested and analyzed by the Arizona Republic revealed that they were more likely to use force against communities of color. In 2020, Phoenix PD and the Maricopa County Attorney's Office also brought gang-related charges against a group who were protesting police brutality over that summer. Those charges were later dropped, and an investigation revealed that the police department and the attorney's office colluded to bring about those charges. They have also been accused of doing illegal property seizures during cleaning sweeps of homeless encampments. And so all of those are things that are being investigated under the DOJ. 
and it's still very up in the air, but I'll ask you to peer into your crystal ball here. <laughs> if the Department of Justice comes down against the Phoenix Police Department and issues some sort of disciplinary action, could that potentially make this bill that just passed moot? It's really difficult to say how that would pan out. The DOJ could certainly make independent investigations, a stipulation in its agreement with Phoenix PD if they find any violations in their investigation. But it's not clear how that would be impacted by this law, which at that point would be a pre-existing law. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Before we wrap up, let's talk briefly about the other House bill Ducey signed into law. It's House Bill 2319. It is now illegal to record video of police at close range, and that range is at eight feet or less. Why did lawmakers push this bill forward? Yes, so Kavanaugh, the sponsor of the other bill, also sponsored this one. Uh, again, he is a former police officer. In an op-ed in the Arizona Republic, he mentioned that he was approached by Tucson police requesting a bill like this because they claimed a group of protesters were following them and getting too close. It's not totally clear when this request happened or who exactly made this request. He had previously proposed a similar bill in 2016, but ultimately killed it himself, so it never went through the legislative process. So it's likely that that request could have come in 2016. It's not totally clear. But in that same op-ed, he explained that this bill was meant to protect officers from potential outside distraction or even assault while dealing with a police situation already. So in light of some of the horrific footage of excessively forceful policing, and George Floyd is definitely top of mind here, how would this bill affect justice? Seems like it would just allow for the obscuring of events, particularly if police body cameras are faulty or are off or if they don't even have one. Yes, yeah, so it definitely has the potential to limit what's known about police interactions, especially in instances where body cameras are obscured, like you mentioned, or sometimes police officers forget to turn them on. Um, and then there are police departments that don't have any, I believe, DPS in large part doesn't have um, body cameras for everyone yet. And that's the Department of Public Safety. Yes, yes, Department of Public Safety. And, you know, video recording of George Floyd specifically was instrumental in the trial against Derek Chauvin and ultimately led to a guilty verdict in his case, which doesn't happen very often, but it just goes to show how important the bystander video was in that case. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, it'll be interesting to see how all this pans out. And we'll definitely keep watching what happens moving forward. Chelsea, thank you again for coming on The Gaggle today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. And if our listeners want to keep up with your work, where can they find you on Twitter? Yes, I'm on Twitter at Curtis underscore Chels. That's C-U-R-T-I-S underscore C-H-E-L-S. Listeners, make sure to give her a follow. And that wraps up this episode of The Gaggle. But before you click off, be sure to rate and review our show and share it with a friend. 
If you want to reach out to me on Twitter, I'm at Kaylee Monahan. That's spelled K A E L Y M O N A H A N. Today's episode was edited and produced by myself with help from Amanda Luberto. Do you have questions about Arizona politics? Maybe there's an issue on your mind as we head into the election season. We want to hear from you. Send us a note to thegaggle at arizonarepublic.com or leave us a voice message at 602-444-0804. Thanks so much for listening to The Gaggle, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. We'll be with you next week.